It's that time. Welcome to the Time to Man Up podcast. And here's your host, Sean Hess. Hey guys, I want to welcome you to this episode of the Time to Man Up podcast. What I can tell you is this. This episode is definitely one that is going to require you to man up. We are going to be focusing on submitting to authority. At some time in each one of our lives, we have struggled with submitting to authority. Whether that authority was a parent or someone at work, we have had a time where we have struggled with authority. Or perhaps you have also experienced a struggle with someone not submitting to you, where you have been placed over someone with authority and they have been unwilling to submit. Both situations are difficult situations and can cause serious problems in relationships. Everyone has somebody in authority over them, and sometimes submitting to them can be very difficult. Since we are all about throwing boulders into the water at time to man up, Uh, we are throwing those boulders that we want them to go below the surface to stir the water And in this episode, things may get a little uncomfortable. I want to begin just by giving you the definition of submission. Submission is to accept or yield to a superior force or to the authority or will of another person. Have you ever played that submission game? You know, where you would interlock your hands with someone else and you would try to bend and manipulate their hands to where finally the pain was so great that they would submit to you. But there was another goal in that game. The goal wasn't just to get someone to submit to you. The goal was also not to submit. I remember playing that game often growing up, and there were times when I knew quickly that I had the upper hand in the game. And sometimes I might even toy with the person, knowing that at any time I could crank it up and get them to submit. But there were other times when that game started, I knew that I was in trouble. I knew that they had the upper hand, and I knew at some point I was probably going to be put in a spot where I had to submit. There are some that play that game, and they are quick to submit. But there are others who play this game, and they refuse to submit, even at the risk of injury. I was one of those guys who was willing to get their fingers mangled before I would submit. What usually happened is that whoever I was going against, when they got me in a position of submission, they would often show me grace and mercy by just stopping. And then I could say I didn't submit, and they knew they won. Now, it sounds a little bit like our relationship with God sometimes, right? God is trying to get us in a place where we will submit to him, and yet we are fighting, we are resisting, 
and that is never a good place for us to be. There are two extremes when it comes to authority. Some authority can be oppressive. They can abuse their authority that they've been given. Sometimes authority can be passive. In other words, they fail to take on the the authority that they have been given. Both ends of that spectrum are not good. Where we need to be when it comes to authority is somewhere in the middle there. Not oppressive, but not passive. You know, there are a few verses in the Bible that every man loves, right? When it comes to submission, Ephesians 5.22, Wives, submit to your own husband as to the Lord. And all the men said, yes, because we want our wives to know that God desires for them to submit to us. In verse 24 of that same chapter, it says, Now as the church submits to Christ, so also should wives submit in everything to their husband. So God says that wives are to submit to their own husbands as to the Lord, and when they submit to them, they are to submit to them in everything. Men want that from their wives. But men, the question for you is this. Are you doing the things that make it easy for your wife to submit to you successfully? Are you loving her in a way that makes submitting easy? Because as men, as husbands, we can make submission very difficult for our wife. But we can also make it very easy and really a joy for them to be willing to do that. In our world, submission has just been distorted in God's perspective of it, right? I mean, God, God's perspective on submission is that a woman should submit to her husband But a husband should love his wife like what? Like Christ loved the church. So, if if they are resisting it, if they are resisting submitting, what positive steps can we take to make it easier on them? Because if we are understanding that some men are not easy to submit to, That might even be you. As you're listening to this podcast, you might be one of those guys that it's very difficult to submit to. So I want to begin by just talking about what submission is not. And the first thing that submission is not is submission is not always agreeing. When someone submits to someone in authority over them, it does not mean that they fully agree with them, right? God has given us a mind to think, and we do not always come to the same conclusion as those in authority over us. But submitting to them does not require full agreement. 
Failure to agree only becomes a barrier to submission when it causes us to live in disobedience to God. That, that's like when somebody calls us to do something that is contrary to the word of God, God would never want us to submit to that. But if they are asking things that are in reason, we have a responsibility, a God-given responsibility to submit. The next thing we find is that submission is not leaving your brain behind. Submission doesn't mean just because you submit, you turn off your brain. God wants you to keep thinking for yourself. Submitting to authority does not require a surrender of our thought process. The third thing that we see is that submission is not surrendering influence. All the way up to the final decision we have an opportunity to influence the decision. Wives have an opportunity to influence the decision that a man has to make as the husband, as the leader of the home. In your job, you have an opportunity to influence the decision is made, but once that decision is made, God would have you submit to it as long as it is within the guidelines of the word of God. It is, a he- it is healthy to state what we believe and give our perspective. But once the decision is made, men, we need to submit. What we also find is that submission is not justification for disobeying God. There are lines that we should never cross when it comes to submission. If we are being called to submit to something that requires disobedience to God, we should refuse. Godly submission to authority never requires us to sin against God. Let me say that again. Godly submission to authority never requires us to sin against God. I mean, it's amazing that when we think about this, uh, the Bible says that Jesus Christ was given all authority. Who has authority over all things? God. And God gave that authority to his son. There is nothing above him and nothing outside his authority. God gave all of his authority to his son. And Jesus came to the earth as a tiny baby. Now get this. He comes to the earth as a tiny baby. And in that form of a baby, he still has the authority of God. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, it says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Uh, Think about this. Jesus recognizes God's authority over him. Jesus recognizes that God is here and that Jesus is the son. And he never sought to be equal with God. He understood God's authority. But at the same time, 
the authority of Jesus had no limitations because God had placed all authority in Jesus. Ephesians 5.24 says, Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husband. We never can miss the fact that we are the church and we have been called to submit to Christ because he was given all authority. As believers, that's a responsibility that we have. But remember, we can disagree with him and we can try to influence him through prayer. But in the end, we are called to submit to him in obedience to God. Now, here's a great lesson, guys, that we need to learn. Jesus Christ submitted to God's will. Even though God gave Jesus all authority, he still submitted to his heavenly Father. John 6, 38 says, For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Jesus understood that his job was to carry out his Father's will. That was not always easy for Jesus. Carrying out God's will meant that he would have to endure the pain and suffering of the cross. But even when submitting to God's authority was difficult, he still did it. Men, there are going to be times in your life, let me tell you about it, you probably already know it, that it is going to be so difficult to submit to God's will. And you can debate with him, you can ask him to change his direction, but when it comes down to it, you and I must submit to his will. In Luke 22, verses 41 to 42, it says, And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Are you willing to get to that point, men? Are you willing to get to that point where you say, God, this is what I would rather do. But my true desire is to do your will. Whatever that is, whatever you call me to do, I am willing to do that to follow you. Jesus set that example for us. Now, please understand this. God places people in authority over you. Have you ever wondered how people get into the position of authority they are in? I mean, guys, let's be honest. There are some times that we see people in authority and we are like, how in the world did they ever rise to that position? I mean, they are worthless leaders. Uh, They're just like mistake after mistake after mistake. It doesn't seem like they know what they're doing, where they're going, And yet somehow we find ourselves under their leadership. And you begin to wonder, how in the world did you ever get into this position? 
And it is even more difficult when people that are not good leaders get placed over you in authority. It is difficult to understand how people, some people get promoted. But can I just tell you, the answer is one word, and that's God. God is the one that places people in authority in the church, in your job, in our nation. God allows and God even actively places people in authority over us. In John 19, 11, it says, Jesus answered him, you would have no authority over me at all unless it had been given from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. Right? Jesus is like, you know what? I wouldn't be in this spot facing the cross if it hadn't been for somebody greater giving me, delivering me over to you. Jesus recognized God's authority in every situation. There are those in authority that think they have all the power. If you are one of those people, can I just say this to you? Think again. You think that you're all that. You think that you've got all the power. And the reality is, is that God has all the power. He can exalt people to a position of authority and he can remove them from a position of authority should he desire that. But just as that's an important thing to remember when we are in authority, when we are under authority, we must also remember that God has all the power. He has placed people over us where they are, believers, non-believers, for the purpose of accomplishing his plan. Now, when we look at that, we must come to the understanding that God uses both believers and non-believers to accomplish his purposes. And sometimes that means that he places non-believers over believers in authority. And listen, believers, if you are a follower of Christ, he calls you to submit to that leadership. So that brings us to governing authorities. And I know this is a touchy situation. Uh, we're not going to get into things like vaccine mandates and, and, and that, uh, though there's been a lot said on it. But what I know is this. God calls us to submit to governing authorities. And when I hear that from his word, I want to argue it. And I want to find every reason why I should not submit to authorities. Those governing authorities that God places over me. This is an area in life where we can be pushed to the limits as Christian men. We can be pushed to the limits. Paul understood the struggle as a believer living under Roman rule Paul fully understood this. He provides us with some great instruction when it comes to submitting to those who have authority over us. And I'm going to give you some of those points that he gives us. And the first thing that he tells us 
is that we are to be subject to those God has placed in authority over us. Romans 13.1, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Now listen, let's just talk a little bit about the elections in our country. There are many a time when the outcomes of the election I don't agree with. I think it's bad for our country, and and I think it's going to take us down a bad path. But sometimes we respond and we act in a way like we have forgotten that God has authority over all things. And that's where you should say amen. Because God, in his all-powerfulness, has authority over all things. And he is telling us to be subject to the governing authorities he has placed over us. And in doing that, we are being subjected to God, submissive to God, because they are one and the same, because God has allowed them to be placed in that position of leadership. Now, again, we go back to this. God has placed them in a position of authority over us, and we are to submit to them, be subject to them up to the point where they call us to do something that is contrary to the word of God. God would never call us to do something that led to disobedience to him. But what we try to do is we try to find extreme reasons not to subject ourselves to authority when God says, I am the one that placed them in authority you are to submit. We may not like the decisions we make, they make, but we are called to submit to them because God has placed them where they are. So we need to be subject to authority. We also need to not resist authority. Now, I know, and we're in chapter 13. Romans 13, man, it gets you. Because uh, the consequences of resisting authority, and I know as a senior pastor for Uh, 20 years of my 32 years in the ministry, I had to deal with situations where people resisted authority. And to be honest, I just wanted to read them Romans 13. And I think it's a joke kind of when people speak on Romans 13 and they kind of just gloss over it, but it's some pretty strong language that God gives because what he is saying is whoever the governing bodies are over you, whether a pastor or whether a government, or whatever that is, you are to be subject to them. You are not to resist them. And Lord knows in the church, people resist the pastor all the time. And yet, when I read God's word, the calling into the ministry is from God. It is God exalting an individual, whether they want it or not, into that position of leadership in the church. And God says through Paul, do not resist, be subject to. Verse 2 of chapter 13, Therefore, 
Whoever resists the authority resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. Get that, fellas. I mean, get that, right? Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed. It doesn't say whether it is Republican or Democrat or third party, whatever it is. It just says whoever resists the authority that has been placed there, appointed there by God, you will incur judgment. That's some harsh words right there. That's Paul telling us some harsh words. And this was under the leadership of Rome, which was an abusive leadership, an oppressive leadership. And yet Paul calls the people, the believers, to not resist authority. Resisting those God has placed in authority over us is the same as resisting God. We can justify our resistance all we want, but that does not change the fact that we are ultimately resisting God. And please note, there are consequences when we resist. There are consequences. And that's the third area that we want to look at in Romans 13, the consequences Romans 13, verses 3 to 4 says this, For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. I mean, that's like mind-blown, right? That's some challenging stuff right there. When we fail to submit, things are not going to go well for us. If we do wrong, if we fail to submit, be afraid. Be afraid. Now listen. It says in the word of God that the person in authority is a servant of God. It doesn't mean they're a Christian. It means they're a servant of God. It means that God is playing out his plan according to his purposes, according to his perfect will. And in doing that, there are individuals that fill certain roles. And Paul tells us how we should respond to those he places in authority over us. Paul calls those authority positions, those people over us, as God's servant for your good. I don't always get that. They're God's servant for your good. But what I know is this, I don't understand the ways of God, but his ways are perfect. And there are consequences to our failure to submit to authority that God has placed over us. In verse 5, it says, therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. God has placed people in authority 
over us in every area of our life. But God is the ultimate authority. How we respond to the authorities God has placed over us will have an impact on how life goes for us. I mean, sometimes, guys, we are fighting and fighting and fighting against the authority that God has placed over us. And then we wonder why life goes so difficult. Listen, the choice is yours. But what you need to understand, men, is this. When you fail to submit to authority, there are consequences. And sometimes when you are under authority that is poor authority, poor leadership, the only thing that you can do is submit as to God because God has placed that person in that position at that specific time. Now, here's what we need to remember. Jesus Christ gives you the freedom to choose. He says, listen, Sean, I have placed authority over you. And the best thing for you to do is to submit to that authority because I have placed them there and I can remove them if I should choose. But right now they're there. And the best thing for you is to submit to that authority. But if you do not submit, there are going to be consequences. But Sean, I'm going to give you the freedom to decide whether or not to submit. He gave you this freedom when he called you out of darkness, a darkness that was sin. And he gave you life. And he said, I am going to set you free from the bondage of sin. But in doing that, you are going to submit to God. So Galatians 5.1 says, For freedom Christ has set us free. That's our freedom. Jesus Christ set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Don't go back to sin. And that is why when we submit to authority, God would never desire us to return to sin. Guys, in this world, sometimes too many people are just angry about the people that have been allowed to be placed in authority. Remember, God can do what he wants. He doesn't ask us who should be president, who should be the congressmen and representatives. He places people in position. He allows it to happen. And listen, he can stop it from happening. If we really believe that God has full control, it should change the way that we respond to the outcome of an election. Whether we agreed with the outcome or not, God is all-powerful, all-knowing, and he has the ability to change in whatever direction he desires. He gave us freedom, but in that freedom there were consequences. Joshua says it best when he is encouraging the Israelites to stop submitting to other gods, right? They're not following the true God. They're submitting to other gods. And he calls them to get back to submitting to the God of Israel. 
In Joshua chapter 24, verse 15, it says, And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your fathers served in the regions beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But check this out, and some of you are already finishing this verse for me. I love this because it's this, man, it's this like banner over me that says, Sean, you have a choice. And my response should be as Joshua's response was, and he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You guys make your own choice. But as for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. That's what we're about. That's what we're about. So then I, I, I got to have you consider, fellas, what are you about? Is it about you and your house serving the Lord? Or is it about you being upset about something that you don't like being done, somebody in authority that you don't care for? So we rebel against it and resist it. Guys, who are we to change those things? Now listen, I did not say don't go out and vote. Remember, we can question something all the way up to the moment it's decided. That's our right. That's our ability to do that. But when that decision is made, we need to submit to the authority. Whether we agree how it got there or not, we have to submit to it. And I didn't say it was easy, but here's some of those boulders coming into the water. Jesus gave us freedom to choose. But he calls us to make a choice every day of our lives. He calls us to make a choice when he says this. Who are you going to serve? Who are you going to serve? Who are you going to submit to based on the knowledge that all authority is God's authority? Fellas, I don't like the message either. Sometimes I want to find every reason not to accept that individual as authority. And in the position of a pastor, I've had to deal where I've had to fight and fight and fight for people to understand that God had called me into leadership. Why are you resisting this? I've had to talk to husbands and say, listen, God has placed you over your wife and your family with authority, but love them like Christ loved the church. Make submitting easy to them. But I also know this. Just because a husband is acting like an idiot and making poor decisions does not change the command that God has given to a woman to submit to him. As long as submitting to them is not outside obedience to God, not outside the bounds of what God would call us to live our lives in. So who are we going to submit to based on the knowledge that all authority is God's? 
where that brings us is this. We need to submit to the will of our Heavenly Father. God commands us to submit ourselves to those who have authority over us. However, his authority is higher than any other authority. And therefore, it is his authority that we should be honoring and obeying above all others. God has ultimate authority over your life. That's why Jesus would say, may your will be done, not mine. Men, there are times in my life when God has called me to do something and I did not want to do it. And I found my hands interlocked with his playing the submission game, right? And I'm fighting him. I'm resisting him. And before you go judging me, we know that we all have this issue. As long as God calls us to do something we want to do, we're all down with it. But the minute he calls us to do something that we really don't want to do, we begin to fight him. We begin to resist him. But what we need to do is like Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, when he's teaching his disciples how to pray, Jesus says this, may your kingdom come, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I mean, right? If we are just about bringing God's kingdom to this earth and having him do whatever he wills. That's what it's about. Our desire should be for God's will to be done in our lives, no matter what impact it has on our lives. Our submission requires an obedient response to God's will. And it defines our relationship with him. John 15, 14 says this, you are my friends if you do what I command you. When you submit to authority, what you are saying is, I'm a friend of God because I trust him. I submit to him. I put aside my own will for God's will. Now that was a loaded one right there. I mean, could you hear the splash when that rock hit the water? We put aside our will for God's will. I believe that that's a wrestling match that a lot of us have in our lives where we have mapped out our life, and we've talked about that, living with a purpose, God's plan for our life. We've talked about that. But what about those times when we just don't agree with what he's doing and we just have to submit to it? Sometimes I find it easy to submit to God. It's like, yeah, God, high five, fist bump, whatever it is. I love what you're doing. But there are other times that I struggle with it. And those times are usually when it is difficult for me, when I don't get what he's doing, or I just downright don't like what he's doing. But usually that struggle I have is with self. And thinking I know what's best. I mean, come on, guys. Alert, alert, bulletin, <laughs> right? We do not know better than God. It's not even close. I cannot even fathom the ways of God. 
And so I have to trust that he has my best in mind and submit to him. But sometimes God has to remind me that I don't always know what's best. Another reason that we submit is we submit out of reverence for Christ. We submit out of reverence for Christ. There are times when we find submitting to someone very difficult. Why do we find submitting to someone difficult? Sometimes we have a hard time submitting to somebody because they're unworthy. In our opinion, they're just unworthy of being submitted to. Sometimes it's a pride issue. We think we're better than them, and how dare you ask us to submit to them? And come on, guys, I'm straight right there. There are sometimes people are in authority over us, and they are unworthy. But God places people in those roles, and we cannot allow our pride to get in the way. Because where that leads is to this, rebellion. Rebellion against authority. Rebellion against that individual that God has placed in authority over you. In those times when it becomes difficult to submit to those in authority, we must submit out of reverence to God. Galatians 5.21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. He's laying it down for us. Sometimes we have to suck it up, put on our big boy pants, and do the right thing. And listen, how we submit is very important. I can submit with a hard heart, but that is not what God desires. God wants you and me to submit to our earthly masters, those who have been placed in authority over us, like we are submitting to him. Guys, we need to be 100% in on it. We don't want to make it a fight. Ephesians 6, 5 through 8, long verse, but check this out. Bond servants, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart, as would as you would Christ not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether he is a bond servant or whether he is free. When we submit, let's not put on a show. Let's not fake it. Let's fully submit. We don't do it in a way of eye service to make people think something we're not. I mean, guys, it's it's okay to say I'm having a hard time submitting here. But because God calls me to do it, I'm going to do it. And what he calls us to do is submit with fear and trembling Submit with a sincere heart. Submit according to God's will. And submit with goodwill. 
We do not submit toward man, but we do this toward God because that is the right thing to do. And God is the one who will reward us. We don't submit to get the reward, but God blesses us. God rewards us when we are faithful and obedient to him. And it all comes down to this. Acts 5.29. But Peter and the apostles answered and they said this. We must obey God rather than man. We submit to those God has placed in authority over us. That's a phrase we've been using a lot, haven't we? As long as it does not cause us to sin against God. That's that balance, guys. Submitting to those God has placed as long as it doesn't cause us to step outside the boundaries that God has placed for us. And before you refuse to submit, you had better be sure it is an issue of obeying God and not simply your refusal to submit. The Bible says that we're to stop submitting to a yoke of slavery. Too many men return to a yoke of slavery. They once again find themselves submitting to sin in their lives. Guys, it's crazy that we won't submit to people that have been placed in authority over us, but we submit, we surrender to sin in our lives too often. Paul warns us, not to do this in his letter to the church in Galatia. Again, Galatians 5.1, For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. That's that freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. But he has given us a choice. Are you going to return, right? The Bible says like a dog returns to its vomit. Are you going to go back to rebelliousness and your sinfulness, or or are you going to submit to God? But when we fail to submit to God, we are often submitting to sin. This is the dividing line of submission. Too many men want people to submit to them, and yet they are unwilling to submit to those God has placed in authority over them. Sometimes submitting will be difficult. When you find yourself in that situation, submitting as to God can help you get through it with a willing heart. But like I said at the start, we're going to throw some boulders that go deep below the surface and we're not done yet. I want you to take the time to identify someone in your life who you have a difficult time submitting to. I'm guessing you already have them in your mind because you've probably been thinking about them as we go through this. But don't go easy on yourself because that helps no one. You might even be able to identify more than one person in your life that you have a hard time submitting to. There may even be some ladies listening to this and they're like, yeah, I don't have to go further than my husband. But once you identify them, I want you to consider this. Why is it difficult for you to surrender to them? Why is it difficult for you to surrender to them as they have authority over you? Perhaps you will find that it's more about you than about them. And then the next step is a big step. I want you to make it a point to submit to them with a joyful heart. 
to submit to them as to God. I want you to go above and beyond and see what impact it has in your relationship with them. And then pray. Pray that God will give you the grace, that God will give you the strength to submit even when it's difficult. Because it will not be easy. And that is why you're going to need to man up. Well, I hope you have found this episode useful. Uh, Submitting to authority is challenging. And I just want to encourage each one of you to not only be willing to submit as to God, but for you who have been placed in a leadership role, whether it's as a husband, as a parent, or in your workplace, or in your community, be men. where it is a joy to submit to you, where the yoke is not heavy. Be those leaders that lead in a way as Christ led, as Christ loved the church. And I think you'll see a very different situation in your position. I remember this when I was... uh, Out of college, I decided to referee soccer games. And uh, I just wanted to give back to my community. I was so grateful. I'd played soccer from kindergarten all the way through high school in the same community. And I was just really blessed. And so I wanted to give back. And one game that I was doing... My goodness, it had to be around kindergarten age, maybe first or second grade. It wasn't that old. Can't really remember the age, but um, I was refing the game and I called a penalty on a kid who had taken somebody down. And all of a sudden, an irate parent came on the field and they were berating me. They were saying, horrible things, using horrible language. And they came out with a video camera in their hand, and they said, my son didn't foul. And I said, well, maybe we could use your video camera and we could see and find out whether he fouled or not. Now, remember, these are little kids. The little kids are just standing there. They don't know what to do. So... Another parent came out and got him off the field. And I went up to the concession stand after, and the ladies that were over the league came up to me. They're like, oh, please don't quit. And I'm like, why would I quit? And they said, well, such and such came out during the game we heard. And and I'm like, yeah, who is that guy? And they said, well, he's the head of the soccer. And I'm like, he's the head of the soccer, and he just ran out on the field like that and act like a maniac? So here was the guy that I was working under, didn't know who it was. And what I can tell you is this, it was hard to submit to his leadership after he acted like that. Now, I would like to say that I submitted to his authority because I did it as to God. 
I did it because I cared for the program and the people that were involved in it. I could have cared less about that guy. But in life, too often, our submission, when someone is placed in authority over us that doesn't use their authority well, we rebel against it. We fight it. And God says to submit as to God. And so if we are going to do this, we have to man up. We have to set an example for future generations. Well, if you have found this useful in any way, make sure that you subscribe, follow, like, whatever you can do to spread the word, to get it out there. Help us to get the word out about Time to Man Up, the podcast, the website, um, and consider supporting the podcast financially so we can continue the work that we're doing. You can do that by going to www.timetomanup.com. There's a donate button there where you can donate or through your your, uh, platform that you're using to listen to the podcast. Uh, You can click on uh, through anchor.fm. And you can get on there and you can give. And we just appreciate this. And we look forward to continuing to see how God would use this. So again, thanks for joining us for this episode. Submitting to authority is not always easy, but it's what God has called you to do, whether you like it or not. We need to set an example for others to follow. We need to encourage other men to do the same. Guys, It's time. It's time to man up.